1: The story. It was the biggest kick in the gut for me, spiritually. I tried prayer and fasting and, you know, like I just, I believed that the marriage would come good, that we would have a story to tell, but it didn't happen. I ended up in the psychiatric hospital and I was very, very sick for a very long time.
0: G'day, I'm Jimmy Colfax. Welcome to The Story. Well, today we have part three of our conversation with children's music entertainer Jenny Flack, who's been sharing her life journey, and how she became a pioneer in Australia's Christian music scene starting in the 1980s. As we heard previously, she made albums and performed her music all over Australia. Then, in the 1990s, her family moved to Nashville, Tennessee, where she worked with the children's ministry of a large church. Unfortunately, she then begins to go through a very dark period in her life with the breakup of her marriage. It leaves her reeling and spiralling out of control. Once again, Jenny Flack is chatting and sharing her story with Eric Scadabo.
2: Lord, please let me touch the hem of your garment I'd be happy just to stand in your shadow Oh, Lord, let my fingers and your
0: I mean it had to be devastating after 30 years of marriage your marriage ended and you're on your own you must have been reeling at that point
1: it was the biggest kick in the gut for me spiritually Hmm. I didn't lose my faith entirely Um, I mean the creation that there is all around us trumpets the reality of a creator, mm-hmm. but I felt like he had just dropped me down the bottom of a, a mine pit and left me there. Mm. I tried so much, you know, prayer and fasting and, you know, like I just, I believed that the marriage would come good, that we would have a story to tell, that we'd be stronger than ever but it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. I ended up in the psychiatric hospital Mm -hmm. and I was very, very sick for a very long time. Um, I developed what's known as post-traumatic stress disorder Mm -hmm. and I started substance abusing and self-harm. And uh, the scars that I wear on my body at the moment, you know, they are a constant reminder of that terrible dark place mm. that I I I fell into, but that poem, you know, called Footsteps,
2: mm-hmm. you know, yep.
1: and the one where you know she is walking along the beach and and complains to God, how is it that you know you walked with me all through my life, and then the, the time when it was the absolute worst time, I was walking alone. And God said to her, no, that was when I carried you. And I remember, you know, that means a lot to me, that particular poem, because I was carried, Um, my life was spared Mm. many times, people found me. I was literally picked up out of the gutter Mm. on the road at one point, that's how bad it it got. And, you know, Jenny Flack, you know, this this awesome, supposedly, you know, music minister and, you know.
2: Yeah, you're supposed to have it all together.
1: Absolutely. Supposed to have it all together. And I didn't have it all together. But Mm. the one who did have it all together was the one who was carrying me. Mm. Very, very gradually, I began to realize that there was an umbilical attached to me, and that other end of it was attached to the Lord, Mm. and God had me, and he wasn't going to let me go. He let Mm. me drift for a while, but then he started to pull the umbilical in, and the people that came into my life and ministered to me and, you know, there was one time when I had uh, hurt myself so badly. And there used to be a, a hospital down on Phillip Island. There isn't one now that there used to be. And
2: mm-hmm.
1: I ended up in that hospital so many times and the nurses there were almost taking bets on when I would die mm. because I hurt myself so badly. This one occasion, I was bleeding out and a girlfriend of mine was driving home from the shop and she said, a voice came into her head and it said, Jenny needs you. Go to see Jenny. And she said, I kept on driving thinking, oh, don't be stupid, you know, go home, put your shopping away. But the voice kept on Mm. and on and on. And she turned the car around and she came back and she found me. And called an ambulance and I went to to the hospital. And she said she would never ignore a voice like that again. Mm. Because she knew that it was the Lord himself that was you know, taking care of me mm, yeah. when I couldn't do it for myself.
0: What do you think was the cause of setting you in this downward spiral? I mean, a lot of people get divorced, but obviously this had a devastating effect on you. Why do you think it was such a, a strong devastating effect?
1: I thought that I had experienced just about every emotion possible, you know? Yeah. i have experienced anger and grief and happiness, surprise. But never betrayal.
2: Mm.
1: I never experienced that. And it was the most agonizing pain I have ever had. Mm. And it broke me. Mm. And that was when all of the damage started and I began to not think rationally. Mm. And um I just, I didn't know how to, I wanted to get away. I um, i went back to the hotel and I drank the, 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 the complimentary, sh- you know, champagne mm. and overdosed on anxiety tablets that I'd been taking, you know, when he left me the first time.
2: Mm.
1: And uh, my son rang me and I I had no intention of of trying to kill myself all I was trying to do was stop the pain Hmm, I'd never felt pain like that all of my babies and things and (laughs) the agony you go through having a baby I would would have rather had a hundred babies than experience this pain that was just so bad
0: You're listening to The Story. Today, once again, Jenny Flack is sharing her life journey. And sadly, as we just heard, she reached a low point after the breakup of her marriage that sent her life spiraling out of control and into a psychiatric hospital. We'll hear how she eventually begins on her road to recovery when we return. If this program has highlighted something you'd like prayer for, we'd love to pray for you. Once again, Eric Scatterbo is chatting with children's music entertainer Jenny Flack, who's sharing her life journey. She was a pioneer in Australia's Christian music scene in the 1980s and went on to write and perform her music before audiences all over the world. But as we heard before the break, she went missing from the music scene after the breakup of her marriage, which had sent her life spiralling out of control. Now we're going to hear how Jenny finally begins going down the road to recovery. What helped you finally turn the corner and come back to mental health and a vibrant, strong relationship with the Lord?
1: I read a book. I read a number of books, actually. Um, when I told you that I felt this umbilical, I felt that, you know, God was, He was there. I knew that He was there. Mm-hmm. And I, I wanted the relationship that I once had and I decided to read books that were written by atheists. Books, the eighth, I'm talking about atheists who had found faith.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: I wasn't interested in reading books written by, like someone like myself who'd become a Christian when, at the age of four and had been brought up, you know, in mm-hmm. a Christian yeah. family, etc. No, I wasn't interested in those books. I wanted to read why had these. Atheists Found Faith. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And I read a number of those books. And there was one book in particular that sort of really, well, there was a a number of them, but one in particular I liked so much that I bought heaps of them and started giving them away to people. Read this book, read this book. It was called Religion is for Fools by Bill Medley. Mm.
2: It's
1: a small book. Very easy read, but he was an atheist. He went to university and decided that he was going to study the five basic religions of the world, like that being Buddhism, Hinduism, Mm -hmm. um, Christianity, and he did, and he studied them all. And he was going to prove from his studies that all of them were like a load of you know, junk. But when he started to study Christianity, he found it more and more difficult to write it off. Christianity is the only religion where the head of Christianity claims to be, the head of the religion claims to be God. Mm-hmm. So the being Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, not even Muhammad claims to be God. Yeah. So from then on, he started to uh, investigate, read, you know, back into the historical writers of the of the day, Um, and eventually, you know, he he came to that place where he was literally on his knees, saying, "My Lord and my God, Mm. (laughs) I."
2: And, and this, this ministered it was to you.
1: It's so well written, mm, Eric, yeah. and it's so easy to read that I started reading other books and, you know, and talking to other people. And as I say, I bought a whole bunch of these books, and I still buy them mm-hmm. and and give them to people who are interested to know. You want to know? Read this book. Because mm. it covers every question you p- you could think of. yeah. So reading these books was probably one of the most powerful things, I think that in in you know my my mental health i I, I still struggle with my mental health. I will have post-traumatic stress disorder for the rest of my life, I have been told. However, mm.